Hey guys, welcome to TGIF. Um, it's gonna be quick, I have to get going, but I figured I'd get this guy's to before I had to leave. So today I'm gonna sing Dizzy by Jimmy World. It's a really good song. Um, it's a really good song. <laughs> so there, there's some really high parts in the song. So if I squeak or crack, just laugh along with me because I will in my head. So here you go, it's Dizzy by Jimmy World. Hell yeah. What oh, a good yeah, cold open to the episode. We got to give some love to Tom Dre. He's got the Tom TGIF. Dre. We'll hear a little bit from him later, I think. Yeah, I sure hope so. <laughs> Maybe we can get this guy on. Yeah. So on right? this episode of Jimmy Eat Pod, we have our first certified bop. <laughs> oh man, um, the annoying uh, club horn, huh? <laughs> we, uh, I, I sent you my YouTube playlist of all the videos I found, and it was 47 videos long. So. <laughs> Ridiculous, man. We're not going to hit all of those for no, sure. No, no, we're not. But we do. Finally, we have uh, we have a good selection of covers to choose from. Yes. Um, right. So yeah, if you didn't hear, uh, this episode is Dizzy by Dizzy, obviously man. Jimmy Eat World. Uh, and we are here again with Jimmy Eat Pod to talk about it. Justin, how hey, go things? What's up? I'm good, man. I'm good. How are you doing, Dave? I am good. Uh, it's been a while since we potted, but not to the listeners. So. I know, right? For them, it's yeah. just one week, right? Yeah. Assuming we release weekly. So, uh, yeah, and, and because it had been so long, how long did we spend? Like 45 minutes getting our uh, our gear together? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. This is, uh, we finally ironed ironed it all out. I got everything yes. set up. Um, I think we have a working system here. Hopefully, by the you know we're five episodes in, right? Yep, and we're so still it, flying it, by the seat of our <laughs> laptops. <laughs> you know, it's just one of those things where it's like a relationship. Sometimes you just dive in and see how it uh, how it you know kind of comes out the other side. Exactly. So far, I'm having a, a good time. But this is the first. <laughs> this is the first um, song I, I'd say that's on their. I don't know, the later stuff where they seem to have really developed a production sound, a quality, and probably like a songwriting um, process too. Yeah. Right. So this was, now we're going, we went from the 90s. I think last one we had was 2001, right? Uh, oh, that would have been episode four. No, episode four was 96. Yeah, there you go. So we haven't even, I don't even know if we've broken out of the 90s, man. No. So I, I yeah, I feel like we've we've um we've jumped to a place where this is now where the Jimmy World has a wider base of fans. Yeah. Um there's a lot more time that they've been around and and as a result, man, we got some more covers, which I'm excited about when we get to that point. Yeah. So yeah, 2007, October 2007, this was like the beginning of Jimmy World starting to like uh really hit that fall timeline for record releases and right. uh i couldn't uh agree more like jimmy world shines in the fall in the autumn we're looking forward to a fall release on this next record um which is maybe out by the time you hear this uh, who knows uh, right um, and when did they uh, when did they stop when did they announce it it was was it june or july when zach had had tweeted about it uh the this next record Yes. Uh, well, they uh, JMJ and them were in the studio last winter. Um, who uh, Justin Metal Johnson? We'll figure out how to say his name one day. Uh, maybe maybe when we have him on the pod, maybe not. Um, <laughs> uh, they were in the studio last winter recording stuff and like over by Dodger Stadium. It felt like, and uh, 
I think, yeah, like you're saying, maybe touching on that they had got the Masters back in June or so. So it's been a while, and everyone's thinking October. I think even Jim said that there was an October release, which is probably going to have come and gone by the time this episode launches. But um, (laughs) even today, they played their first new song off of this new record that we don't know the name of yet. And that's what you said earlier. Called uh, Criminal Energy, which (laughs) I kind of love the name of because I don't know the context of it. So it's almost like. Uh, like the guys from Blink-155 always like to talk about active shooter energy in some of their cover <laughs> sections. So all that's all I can think is like this guy's got criminal energy. Because <laughs> they started playing, they wanted to start playing for the live crowds, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, And you would assume, again, as of this recording, we have not heard the song, but the studio recording's got to be coming soon, right? Right. For criminal energy. Criminal energy. But yeah, enough about criminal one, energy. Let's talk about Chase This Light. Right. So I was looking at the production notes for this yeah. one. This one had a few more guys. So the last ones was uh, Mark Trombino, right? Uh, this, for episode four, yes. Uh, yeah. This time around, it obviously goes to Jimmy World, but three other dudes. Chris Testa. Yeah. I don't Chris know Chris Testa. Testa. I, Butch Vig is a name I know. I yes. feel like I now, should know more other than just his name, but I know right. the name. So like initially when I saw Chris Testa, I thought of, Chuck Testa, which you're familiar with Chuck Testa, right? No. All right, Chuck Testa. So Chuck Testa was the first project that, oh, what are these guys? What are their names? Oh, Rhett and Link. You know Rhett and Link? Nope. They had, okay, so they're YouTubers. I think they do um, Mythical Morning, Great Mythical Morning, something like that. All right. But they started out doing these really off-the-wall, strange, um, kind of like cable style or uh, local cable style commercials and they're very okay. first, I think it was their very first one they did was for this right out here right outside of LA in Ohio it was this guy Chuck Testa and the way it starts is I think they shot it around Ohio but this guy kind of pops these animals out from behind trees and stuff and he's got this kind of <laughs> deadpan delivery uh, and the whole thing is hey that looks like a deer walking down the street and then it, they'll say nope Chuck Testa never heard that <laughs> No. Here, let me play. Let me play the beginning. Yeah, of this let's hear quick, a little bit of quick. it. You probably thought this deer was alive, and this coyote was alive, and this pheasant was alive. Nope, they're not. They're dead. They've been taxidermized by Chuck Testa, Ohio <laughs> Valley taxidermist. <laughs> I special. Right. <laughs> That's awesome. So that's the first person I it thought of like when I saw. It sounds like an SNL sketch. It does, <laughs> yeah. So they, and his, that was one of their first ones. So they kind of, uh, they, they laid the groundwork for what they were doing with that one. That's they amazing. They did a lot, but, a lot of different commercials in that style. But not that guy. I don't see <laughs> on Chris Testa's uh, Wikipedia page anything about a, a taxiderma, taxidermy. Right, yeah. right, right. So maybe no relation there. Yeah. Uh, he, is this, yeah, Chris, he, he only did... Chase this light. Um, I mean, the actual. I think it was just this. Is it just the song? Because if I look back on uh, let's take a look, the wiki, yeah. if we look back on the wiki for this, it has. Um, no, I'm sorry. I'm gonna I was have to go to John Fields. So that, yeah, Chris hopefully. Chris Testa did the whole thing. Um, okay, it was John Fields that did. Here it goes. Just here it goes. Ah, I love here it goes. Oh my gosh, yeah. I'm gonna gush about that song when we get to it. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's that got that high riding um, hi hat. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then the third one, of course, is Butch Vig, which, all right, so I looked up Butch Vig again. Um, and they, I saw Nirvana they him, in his credits somewhere. Yeah, they call him the, the Nevermind. Uh, I think it's Mr. Nevermind or something, because he was the one that produced uh, Nirvana's but, Nevermind. Oh, that's interesting. I thought it was that other guy. Who's that other guy that all, everyone always talks about um, uh, that wants to give no one the time of day about Nirvana? I'm going to look up Nirvana producer. I'm sure you're right. I saw. I, uh, yeah. Interesting. And this Butch is the Vig guy. This, this is also. Oh, he's Steve also Albini. A, who, okay, oh, okay. So who's Steve Albini versus Butch Vig? Mm, I don't know. That's the worth looking. Is that into like Coke versus Vig. Pepsi? Like maybe these are names I should know, but I don't know. Well, man, they're just there's a too Google big. search they're, already for Butch Vig versus Steve Albini. Oh, sick. <laughs> so I don't know. If they was were there on ever the same a, uh, was there ever a celebrity death match between them? <laughs> Not that I know of. It didn't come up in the search. <laughs> the um, so he did he did in utero. Uh, I see. Right, which was that was a pretty um, pretty raw album. Yeah, sound sounded at least. I don't know. I don't know much about Nirvana, man. Yeah. So then anyway, so Vig Butch Vig so, yeah. comes in. He's doing a Jimmy Eat World record. Is this the only yeah. Jimmy record he did? It's uh, let me go to his page. Let me see. The uh, he also is the drummer for Garbage, which I didn't know that either. Whoa, still currently yeah. Butch Vig? Uh, yeah, this well, sounds familiar to me. Does it? Okay, yeah, let's see. So on his page, um, yeah, it looks like he's still playing. The band wow. got back together in 2010 and they released Strange Little Birds on July, June of 2016. Wow, yep. So he only worked, he only worked with Jimmy on Chase the Slight. That was it. Yeah. Yeah, he did some stuff with AFI and Green Day, but I guess he just did that one little, is a one-off. Yeah. Okay, so Butch Vig, he's yep. the executive producer on this, so he's probably touching every song in addition right. to Chris Testa and uh, whoever the other people are. Yeah, involved. John Fields, right. John Fields, yeah. So okay. what do we know about John Fields? John Fields. Well, um, he just did the what? one song, right? The yeah. bop. Oh, yeah, he engineered yeah. the record, though, so maybe it was like... Uh, like when you're an assistant editor, sometimes the editor will let you go and like cut a scene. So like maybe he was engineering and it was like, hey, man, you want to take a crack at like doing this song? Like an aspiring producer at the time, right? Yeah, maybe. So he's still working with um, produced a number. So he's still doing Jonas Brothers. I don't even know if they're still together, but Miley Cyrus. They just came out with a new record. Yeah. A-Dub-K. He did A-Dub-K. Oh, party. Man. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> So he's got a he's got an eclectic mix of uh, production notes, but he's been around. Yeah, he started with the Commodores and the Rembrandts. Oh my God! Did he I'll do? Be I'll be there for you. Yeah, let's look. Let's look, um, dude. If he did always be and I'll be there for you, that would make so much sense about why I love always be. Let's see. It's let's got produce. hand claps. The vocal yeah, melodies on always be are so good. It it's so the producing notes for I'll be there for you's. Got four people, but none of them are him. Ah. So that's a bummer. That's a bummer. So no credits. Yeah, there's no credits for John. Oh. Well, I did have that album on cassette tape. I bought it from the Warehouse Music in Marina Del Rey in like 1994. <laughs> Just for that one track? Oh, of course. Right. But I, I remember did, uh, the record being pretty good. I haven't put it on since then. Did he yeah. work on that record? Just n- not that song? Well, I'd have to look that one up. It just, I was searching for it. So this was on, oh, the actual album was named LP, right? That's right. So he did work on that record. Well, no, because then you go to that and it says producer Don Smith. So he must have worked with one of their other Maybe albums. Maybe engineered on it or something? Weird. 
Yeah. I don't know. So they have uh, studio albums. They have the Rembrandts. Um, no. Yeah. They produced it themselves, which is why it was probably self-titled. Um, then they have <laughs> Untitled, which has, again, them. Uh, spin this in 1998. Gavin McKillop and then Lost Together. There he is. So he did their 2001 album on the Jaybird ah. label. So it was him. It was just him and the two brothers. Sick. They're brothers, right? Maybe. Did you, did you look at the liner notes? Did you, did you read much about no. them? I probably did at the time, but I don't remember. Okay, <laughs> yeah, so okay. we have so nothing... a super group of production masters. Right, which is why it sounds so good, so well mixed. What was the um, the single on this album? Was it uh, was it Chase This Light? Big Casino was the lead single. Big Casino, that's it. Yeah, and what's funny, so Big Casino, which I guess we could talk about when we do that song, was Jim Atkins had a side project that he started. Uh, I will have more info on that when I do that research. Right. So um, I was called doing that. Go I, Big I, Casino. Right. And so yeah. this, I, I was looking on drownedinsound.com, and I don't know how reputable the comments are on this, but someone says down here, uh, the user name, um. Um, <laughs> um. Classic um. Right. So it says the Go Big Casino project is at least seven to eight years old. Oh, no, that's the user, Linz. That's it. I'm sorry. That was their title of it was um. So, and they posted this in 06. So let's say that's true. Then that was 98 that they had this. Go yeah. Big Casino thing going. Let's take a look at what Go Big Casino, because I, I have the Go Big Casino songs in my iTunes library, and I'm assuming that I uh, tagged it correctly with the year. So Let's is this kind of like uh, the goat, goat Punishment, where, I don't know if this if this project's still ongoing, but when Weezer had Goat Punishment, it was only for a couple of years before you know it stopped yeah, being a side project. Like, so the only thing I have is the song So Proud of You, which I have labeled as 2002. I love the aesthetic of the Go Big Casino artwork because it looks very ska. <laughs> oh, let's see. Let's see, Casino. So if I put in artwork. Uh, just look up Go Big Casino, So Proud of You. I'm assuming it's going to have this yellow, purple box letter. Um, oh, yeah. There it is. Looks yeah, hella it's ska, right? And purple, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That is so anyway, very low quality. So anyway, I'm uh, okay. way too lazy, and we'll get to it when we do the Big Casino song, but I'm pretty sure you can hear an early version of Big Casino from Go Big Casino. So it was like a whole like inbred thing. And I could be wrong. Who knows? It, it can't be well, known it, until we get to that song. Right. <laughs> but it sounds like it all fits in place, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go with it and... <laughs> Yeah, let's just roll, let's just roll with it until yeah. we, until we learn otherwise, right? Yeah. So this this song now, let's talk about this. So this song is I had eleven of thirteen. Maybe I was I just forgot to change out my notes, but it's eleven so of eleven. It's the last. It track. is eleven eleven. There are bonus okay. tracks of which there are at least two or three, depending on where you get it. Right. So, so I just think I left that from the last. In right. The but this so, is the album closer. Right. So now, having said that, do you feel like it fulfills its end of album placement? Because this is a long. Side tracks like 23, um, later on, I think it's Paul Roger. And even if you want to go as far I believe back it's Paul as, Roger. <laughs> I mean, the, the, just like, is it, do you feel like it's a big end of album song? Um, so if you go to the last link I have in my articles, oh, that's not it actually. The second to last link, it is a chorus FM, uh, yeah, link. The second to last one, it's the review 
of uh, Chase This Light that Craig Manning, of Chorus FM, did. And mm-hmm. he actually ranks it up there with their best album closer. So it's funny that you ask that. Oh, wow. Um, this is a really well written. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, he loves he loves this. <laughs> yeah. Craig Manning is a big head. And I believe he said that it's a well, let me search for Dizzy in the article because I came across. Right, so I'm, I'm at that I'm at that part. And he says, so while, while 23 is my go to favorite, Jim Atkins has never been more on his game as a lyricist than he was on Dizzy. Correct. And then if you go up a paragraph from there and then there's Dizzy, an arguable contender for the title of best Jimmy Eat World song and probably the best song of the 2000s as well. Oh, yeah. I thought he said something about it being the best closer, but maybe I'm wrong. The very first time I heard Dizzy, I was expecting this lengthy, um, nothing like Goodbye Sky Harbor, but, you know, some some epic closeout I song. I do it think wasn't, that bridge, it though, is it, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It it's a big so song. Big. Yeah. It just wasn't as long as I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be, you know, five or six minutes long. But for what it was, like the length of time that it did last, I mean, it was a good There's closer. something about how the song opens. Like if we're talking about how Jimmy Eat World closes records, it does feel very final. Yeah, it does. Absolutely. Yeah. Like this is it, guys. I mean, we're going to they, they have a nice little rock. I don't know. I don't know. Not like an anthem kind of sound, but it's, yeah. it's one of those where they just let it ring. Yeah. Especially toward the end when, you know, we're, we'll look at the lyrics, but uh, toward the end when they go, they come out of the bridge and they go into that last verse. Yeah. And, uh, that, you know, that's we talked about this last night, but that's where that's where some of the cover artists really kind of sink or swim is that last little bit when he when he belts out um, yes. that last that yeah. last verse. <laughs> Did you get yours, babe? <laughs> right. So that's speaking like of the lyrics. Yes. Yeah, it, it, it is. It's intense. Did, what did you? What do you think of the lyrics when you look at these? Uh, again, I'm not a huge lyrics guy, but I go for like mood and tone and I pick out words here or there. But it sounds like a jilted lover type of song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For, as far as the meaning goes. Yeah, I'm totally on board with you with that with that jilted like, lover. But just taking all back. At, yeah. yeah. I mean, just looking at it from a like this guy was saying, I can't even remember who, who we were just reading about, but the what he had said about the lyricism here. And and what the words that he that he oh, chooses Craig, to yeah, say, uh-huh. and that and they fit in. They fit in with the song. It's not like he's shoehorning anything in. There's a few parts when Tom was singing in. Um, I think it was reason three forty six, but it just or no, no, it was opener. But it just seems some of those lyrics were kind of shoehorned in, right? This, oh no, though, I do. I definitely remember reason three forty six had some questionable lyrics and yeah. uh, of of just any sort of like. Uh, uh, creative integrity like it was just like let's get some syllables in here <laughs> right right yeah so this one um lyrics wise i you know i'm on board with you uh i feel you know if i was trying to look deeply into this thing it's it's just about either a guy and a girl that split up and he's watching her still or a guy that's watching this girl that never settles down and constantly moves on to to new guys um, yeah. Or a new a new partner, and he's and and that's what where I get when he says, "Are you dizzy yet?" That's what I get is, is right, um, yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, yeah, I I this song is so freaking strong because I typed out the lyrics last night mostly because uh, I had texted you when I was listening to the covers. I was like, "Man, I don't know the lyrics as well as I thought I did." <laughs> if the if these covers are getting the lyrics right, I did not know them very well. But still, there's lines that you are undeniable. Uh, in terms of hearing them and 
understanding them. Like just the opening line, you close your eyes and kiss your hand, then you blow it is like the most long winded way of saying you blew a kiss, but it's so it paints a picture and I'm already like drawn in. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Paints a picture. And I was also looking on, so I was looking at song meanings because you know, this, there's still a bunch of comments, 86 comments for this, this one, but and it's funny you mentioned about the lyrics because the top rated comment uh-huh. uh, from Lambinio is about this actual song structure and the lyrics, not even any kind of, uh, you know, assessment or, or looking into what this the, the meaning of the song is. And he says, respectfully, so honestly, I'm asking now, do you hear the conversation we talk around? It sounds like respectfully, so honestly, I'm calling out. Do you hear the conversation we talk about? So there are two versions of this song. There is the album version and the studio acoustic version. In the studio acoustic version, he does say talk around. And in the album studio version, he says talk about, which do mean two different things. And if we're going back to the chorus uh, review, um, Craig was saying how he kind of prefers the album version, I believe. Um, Let me double check. Uh, yeah, 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 Jim, uh, okay, 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 um, Jim Atkin asks in the explosive chorus, in the acoustic version, oh, uh, so, 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 let me go back a sentence here, expressions of affection that seem to be meant for someone else, this, uh, desperate late night calls from a payphone leading to nowhere but a lonely answering machine, conversations that go around and around in circles without either person saying what they really need to say, do you hear the conversation we talk about? Jim Atkins asks in the explosive chorus. In the acoustic version, it's do you hear the conversation we talk around the boy and girl in this song? They both know it's over, but neither has the guts to say. Ironically, that stubborn reluctance to tear off the Band-Aid ends up making everything exponentially more powerful for both parties. I could have sworn he said that he preferred the other way, but maybe I'm mixing it up with another article I read. Well, that's interesting, though. I didn't know they had that acoustic version. Yes. So uh, here, I'll send you the link and maybe we can listen to a bit of it. Uh, But what were you going to say while I pull that up? Uh, Oh, and you know, most of these comments, the the actual ones with the meaning, there's one very lengthy response that that goes by. um, Was he like mad about that thing or he said that's what it sounded like to him? No, no, no. That's that's just what it sounded like. And that's it. There's no there's no tone or anything. It just it sounds like. This, but it's funny that he says that if that's actually what he says in a different what Jim sings right? in a different yeah. version. Maybe Jim so the other, scoured that and he's like, oh, actually that's actually oh, pretty yeah. good. <laughs> right? They both in the same head of mind melt. Here, let's let's peep a little bit of it. Go to the chorus on this video I just sent you. Okay. And you can hear the acoustic version of this song, which is really good. Um Okay, so the second one, right? Let's go. Uh Break. yeah, the one I just sent over, yeah. Gotcha. Here we go. You close your eyes and kiss your hand And you blow it But it isn't meant for me And I notice If the choice was ours alone Then why'd we both choose letting go? Does it end like this? Time never had a chance Heal your heart Just a number Always counting down To a new start Oh man, that's good Yeah, and then jump, sorry, jump to the chorus Real quick and you can hear the alternate version 
of right, where see. he says talk around. Here it goes. Here it goes. Whenever I'm in the car, I always sing the higher harmony of that, which is like already insanely high in falsetto. Well, I can't imagine. But I always go, we talk around. (laughs) Right. Because let's listen to it real quick at the the very end. Right. The last little verse. Do you hear the conversation? We talk talk around. So he does he not do the last verse in this acoustic one? Uh, did you get yours, babe? Yeah, he does it. Let's see. Let me see if I can find the timestamp on it. Oh, there it is. So go to three uh, three ten. Okay. All right. Here we go. So I, I think he's singing up there the whole time. Yeah. So you know when he goes at the end of the song on the studio record, he sings up, and that's you know that's the tough part. But I think he's singing that high the whole time. Yeah. Which is amazing that he's yeah. singing that for four and a half minutes. He's basically yeah. doing the full voiced singing of this song. Oh, it's such a great great version of the track. Yeah, and all the other song meaning responses, it's basically the same thing. So it's just, there's some more in-depth ones. He's reminding her of her better times in their relationship. Yeah, but like you said, jilted lover, kind of seeing something that's, you know, someone else has moved on. Yeah. But lyric-wise, lyric it's a very well Oh, he also song. says, and shame never crept close to our naked feet, apparently. And I always thought he said, and she never crept close to our naked feet, which look, man, who am I to say what Jim meant by she, but right. <laughs> I never questioned it. So these are all the, oh, also <laughs> are you an Arrested Development fan? Yeah. A new start. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we can, can we say can we say anus tart on here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's why a I'm going to say. Let me pull up a clip from. <laughs> Dude. All I, think I could I think just... last night while I was watching all these covers was Tobias Funke talking about a new start. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if I can pull it up real quick. Here I think here. I just blew myself, man. <laughs> Let's see. A new start. <laughs> His license plate says anus tart. Yeah, that's the joke, man. <laughs> oh, man. So anyway, yeah, that was like one of those things. I was like, I'm sorry. I can't keep reading these lyrics on all these sites and not point out that he says a new start. <laughs> when was that episode? Let's see. Maybe Jim was like fitting it in. Right. They're trying to get those uh, 
Is that a double entendre? Yeah. Oh, no. A new start was 2013. So after. No, it's not a double entendre because a double entendre is you say something normally and it has two meanings, right? Oh, right. Yeah, shit. I think they did this on Blink-155 and I was already lost. Or did we? Did we do triple entendre well, we or single about, entendre? No, no. It was them. It was them that talked okay, about yeah. it uh, yeah. <laughs> briefly. If you want to know about entendre, you can go check out that episode of Blink-155, which I don't even know off the top of my head which one it is. I think it was when, I want to say it was Wendy Clear, but maybe Oh, not. sick. Good for you. Whoa. Yeah, pulling it out. <laughs> yeah. Um, All right. So, uh, yeah, I think that's, I mean, what else did you have on the lyrics? Is there anything else? No, song that rules. was really it. Yeah, yeah, the song rules. And it does their, you know, again, with the structure, two verses in a row. Then it goes to the chorus, right? And then two more verses in a row. Uh, and the way that they end it's cool. They do the chorus. They jump into that bridge. Uh, and then they have that, yeah, that last sort of uh, crying out verse, the fifth verse. So that's when you know it's a contender for one of those, uh, the end of album jams. It's got the fifth yeah, verse. Yeah. And then that final little chorus, man. Oh, the song rules. Um, so, I did come across this. Oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I'm, I'm going to be looking up something. Go ahead. Uh, on Wikipedia, sweet. Uh, uh, I was looking to see, like, oh, re- critical reception. No one likes this record. I think it's so good. I think people don't like it because it's so polished and so pop. But I think Always Be is, like, a top five Jimmy Eat World song for me. And it's, like, the most pop they've ever. <laughs> like, that is Lin- let that it is happen, Always Be, Carry You, Electable. Like, that four-song, like, run. To me, I could not skip a single one of the... Oh, I can't skip many at all Jimmy World songs. But, like, I listened to all four of those as one song because they're so poppy and fun and good and exciting. Um, So... Uh, I don't know, maybe I love it, but this person says, uh, all music editor Tim Sendra was ambivalent towards this record, commenting the return to Bleed American material that's made up of rousing anthems, Big Casino, melancholy rockers with sing-along choruses, Chase This Light, and sweet ballads, Dizzy, but was critical of the dry and airless production, the vocals sounding passionless, and the unimaginative lyricism saying that it's too nice to listen to and vaguely uplifting but ultimately empty on the inside. He concluded that Jimmy World have proven that they can do better than this and that they may yet, but this album is a bit of a disappointment. Wrong. And then some guy from Pop Matters says that it's a weaker, limper version of Futures. Of course it is. Futures is hella dark and heavy. <laughs> like, <laughs> Right. And wait, now, it was it... Um, so it was Bleed American in 2011. Was there... Was Futures before this or after this? Futures was before this. Futures is so 2004. 2004. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I remember. I remember futures. You know, it's tough to go. It changes. You know, every time you listen to an album. But I enjoyed that. But this one definitely seemed so much more polished. The whole entire album did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And and uh, futures had twenty three. Right. Yeah. That's a that was their ballad. That's a heavy hitter, man. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Which ended up winning uh, Pebble Swift's. Uh, that's right so let's get into that yeah (laughs) let's get in we i have that i have uh some stuff about that because this was number two on that right wasn't Uh, this didn't dizzy was the runner-up yeah it was you're right i believe dizzy was the number two most popular uh unless i'm wrong 
In which case... So it was best of the best. The best of the best survivor results. I, I know where Dizzy was number two. Chorus FM, back to Chorus. Dizzy and 23 were the final uh, two in the bracket on Chorus FM. Run by Bored to Death and Feeling This and uh, Bachna 84. So, uh, yeah. Good folks over there at Chorus. But yeah, so... Uh, huge, huge Jimmy Eat World fans over on Chorus FM forums. And, uh, yeah, Dizzy and 23 being a final two. I mean, you, who can argue with that? <laughs> so Look at that. Yeah, right? Yeah. But uh, I do think it was, like, top ten or something on, on uh, the Reddit um, on the Reddit bracket. Yeah, so now I'm looking at your comments, the ones that you did from, like, the community, the Jimmy Eat World subreddit. Yes. Uh, and you highlighted one... I'm taking a step back to the lyrics again, but he just says, Oh, the, my, the trainer. my favorite Jimmy world line. Yep. Growly yeah. The trainer says, uh, I love the, you said you'd never have regrets. Jesus. Is there someone yet who got their wish? Did you get yours, babe? And he just says that, that word Jesus always gets me. Cause it's just, yeah, you can totally tell the exasperation. Jesus. Yeah. Is there someone <laughs> so yet? Good. Gosh. Yeah. Totally. something that, uh, one of those, those single words that, they can add into their. Um, I think there's one. Let me let me look at this. Uh, I want to say it was in kill, um, but there's one. There's just one word that they add in. Yeah, it's where he goes. Oh God, please don't tell me this oh, is yeah. in vain. Yeah, you know and it's such and a it's great. Like, it's a musical hit too that goes along with it. It's like oh, it's so perfect. Yep. Yep. And you like wonder which came first, the chicken or the egg? Like, did the song <laughs> naturally already have that little like one two into that verse, and then they're like, "Oh, let's put something in there," it, yeah. or did they have "Oh God," and then they're like, "No, let's really hit it let's here musically." This. Right. Well, that's one of those questions we can ask. Um, yeah. And you know, I don't have the, I don't even have the notes up for that song yet, but um, no, yeah, I'll have to remember it because it is one of my favorite parts of that entire song because I think that's coming back out from the bridge anyway. We are experiencing technical difficulties. Do you want to do you want to pick back up with the uh, the covers? Yeah, let's let's pick back up with the covers. Okay, because yeah, we'll just go. So let's go with the covers here. Yeah. Okay, so the first couple. Let's go with the SoundCloud because I really like the quality of the SoundCloud uh, covers. Yeah. They put the focus. They put the focus on the actual. It's not audio a kid recording. in his room with his laptop yeah. four feet away, or not exactly. even four feet, twenty feet away. <laughs> Although I do want to hear this first guy that we're going to look at, Brad Brimhall. I do yeah, want yeah. to hear. I, I saw that he was in your playlist also. So that's there right. is an actual YouTube video. A 20 feet away video Ooh, versus a SoundCloud a, recording. So let's let's hear those back to back. All right, man. So this is Brad Brimhall on SoundCloud doing the cover of Jimmy World. And Sing it to me, what Brad. What? At, at Red Mountain Park. All right. Real quick, does that sound like your house? Your has the song. Whoa, yeah. Right? That does. You'll close your eyes and kiss your hand, then you blow it. But it isn't meant for me, and I notice. If the choice was all so long, then why we both choose that and go? Does it end? Good, man. 
Alright, let's jump to that bridge. Alright, let's find out where that bridge is. It's always like three quarters of the way through. Whoa! So really went up. That sounds kind of like you know it's a little pitchy, but that sounds yeah, kind of like dog. Jim. Yeah, a little bit. That's what you were saying. Right? It sounds like a young Jim. Yeah, a young Jim. I mean, I want to look at his. He's rushing video. a little bit, but uh, I, th- yeah. I felt like it could it, he could slow it down a little bit. So I want to see what his video looks like. So yeah, number forty two in my list is Brad. Oh, there we go. Jeez. Okay, here we go. Brad Brimhall. This is Dizzy. Uh, Which one came first? What's the date on uh, the All right, video? This one's September. Is- yeah. Yeah. Dude, this is September 21st, 2016, and the recording was posted five years ago. So that'd be before my math, that. 2014. Yeah. Yeah. So he but it's interesting because on YouTube, he's saying, I'm trying to cover one of my favorite songs. Yet you did it before, dude. Right. Okay. Let's see what he says. Same guy. Yeah. Alright, let's go jump to that. I need some shakers, man. Yeah. <laughs> I think his SoundCloud version was better. Me too. This one's, one's a little slower, polished. at least. Yeah. This one's slower. <laughs> that, that one just sounded uh, the it's a tough song. more polished. Tough yeah. song. Yeah. In fact, I think I'm going to have to try and cover it later and see what, <laughs> how difficult it is, man. That's up there. We'll tack it onto the episode if uh, you mm-hmm. pull it off. Right. If we get no interview, we'll just do the, the cover, right? That's what yeah. we're going to do. The, the pro tip is to tune it down like four full steps, and then you'll be. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I am in B flat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. Um, what else? Oh yeah. Okay, so let's go back to my covers. The other one on on uh, SoundCloud was Hans Vibert. I'm trying to. I think I'm trying too hard to say these last names. Hans Vibert. Uh, Hans Gruber. Hans for sure, but Vibert. You can definitely tell when he sings that there is a bit of an accent in there, right? This is Hans <laughs> Vibert singing Disease. This was from four years ago. You closed your eyes and kissed your hair, then you blew it. But it isn't meant for me. 
And I know this If this choice was ours alone Then why'd we both choose letting go? Does it end like this? Can you tell what accent that is? Uh, maybe some sort of Germanic Yeah, European yeah, accent. Jump I mean, to that. Unique. Let's hear that bridge. Because I want to I want to compare him to another European I found. What's okay. Oh, take it all back, take your first, your last, your only. Oh, take it all back, take it all back, everything you showed me. Oh, this must be how it feels. Feeling goes. Oh, I told you as I hovered, I never felt this way. I like his higher register, man. Yeah, man. It so check really out number forty-four on my YouTube videos. This guy is also okay. of some sort of European descent, and I think he did it. I think he covered it for some reason for somebody, or maybe he was dedicated. Oh yeah, happy birthday, Miss Inga Kessler. Um, and his name's Thomas Kaiser. Um, now right, he's got some, uh, he's got some feedback, but, okay. uh, let's just hear a little bit of him. This doesn't sound like a guitar. It sounds like, like, um, like an auto harp. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I couldn't figure out what it was. That's what it is. <laughs> oh, this is, that's a bummer. He's got equal up and down votes. Okay. Here we go. Let's go to that. Yeah. It's like all the consonants are cut short. Well, now, how do you feel about people taking liberties with the chord progressions in their covers? Like, in one hand, it's like, oh, cool, they're kind of making it their own, but then it's almost like distracting. Right. Um, I don't know. This didn't seem like he had much. Maybe he just learned it that afternoon. I, th- I think he did it for somebody. It's Inga's birthday. Yeah. It's probably her favorite yeah. song. He's like, right. you know what? I'm putting this on YouTube. I love you, Inga, so much. Yeah. Good for Inga. Well, good for him, man. Good for Thomas. And it's a bummer that he only has 23 subscribers. Does he have any other? You know what? I'm gonna. I'm, I'm about to take the balance on this. Uh, right. On this upvote. Good, good I'm for giving you, him man. Eight upvotes from awesome, the pod. Thomas. Get there, Tom. All right. Uh, okay, well, let's so. get back to SoundCloud. But I wanted yeah. to to match European with European. Yeah, Whoa. Okay. <laughs> back to bread. Uh, okay. Okay. This one. So Otero Greg. I was impressed with. Oh yeah. So I remember you. Here. You like this dude. So from Fullerton. This Whoa. Is, this is SoCal, right? Yep. All right. That's out. Uh, out by Disneyland. Um, yes. Where to go? 
<laughs> live cover from the Kashmir oh. apartments out in Fullerton. No. Yeah. So I don't know how to search. Um, the problem is I've lost it. There it is. Dizzy live cover. Oh, it's the, yeah. It's the last one in my list, if that helps. So he's a little bit slower. Yeah. But I did go slower cover though. Yeah. Let it breathe. It's a, it's a little, it's a too, a little too much for me. Just, I wanted to pick, I'm so used to the, the faster. um, Yeah. Yeah. Tempo, but all right, let's go. Let's see what this down with that right, yeah yep, decided not to go up yeah i liked it you know so it was he's a little yeah he's down there in fullerton he's six miles north true north of disneyland park and i was probably for sure at the house of blues with this kid in anaheim to watch jimmy oh. world worst yeah, venue i've ever been to can't believe <laughs> how bad it is um and he lives at, at the cashmere apartments it's, or I, did it's, a, it's yeah it's just weird how they i mean i guess they're trying to maybe get the venue that you're playing at but it says dizzy live cover by jimmy world at cashmere apartments by otero greg huh get the anyway, Greg. okay i like this um so let's go back to your list i'm sure you have star jerk in there oh sorry just real quick you weren't a fan of matt minnow i don't remember his uh cover who's i got this guy matt minnow on uh on soundcloud it's in my list so yeah so this i wasn't guy- even going off of your list that's why i didn't see him okay so i got matt minnow here ready yes let's hear it you close your eyes Whoa, this is all over the place. What's happening? I think the sound is giving me... It's, I feel like dizzy. A psychedelic headache. <laughs> I feel dizzy. <laughs> yeah. He nailed it. I, I do feel dizzy. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to go up... <laughs> That's all right, Matt. It's just not our style, man. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go up to the bridge.
he goes up. Yeah. Uh, I think the intro was a little bit more disturbing for me because I wasn't expecting it. Yeah, it kind of came you out. Know? Came out of nowhere, didn't it? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it sounded pretty good by by toward the end. I love a Jimmy Eat World song in all forms. This is right. probably just not my cup of tea. Video number forty five, Katie Elizabeth Hawks, is seems to be some sort of classically trained opera singer, but I think it's worth. Here's the thing: she hearts the song. Okay. So I think it's worth taking a listen to at least a little bit of it to hear something completely different because everyone else is doing a very earnest acoustic cover. She's doing a piano operatic Broadway type thing. And uh, yeah. Well, it's going to be perfect for Jimmy at World of Musical when I get that together, right? There it is. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Yeah, now I'm get to the bridge because it really yeah. gets a little operatic. Okay, let's see. The bridge will be right around here. different but i do like it cool yeah, yeah that very was really different. good i'm yeah. glad that she she did that spin on it does she have any other videos that she put she did she did till kingdom come on? which is my favorite coldplay song i did not listen to it yet oh, okay oh nice so she plays guitar too yeah man no videos in the last i mean she did like one of those like elf dancing videos like four years ago but that's about <laughs> it i don't know what she's up to <laughs> katie right, reach so out in your, in your <laughs> list yeah katie hawks if uh, Oh, then you know what? Here's one that I really liked. So Star Jerk, you got him in your list too. Uh, let's take let's a look. Star Jerk. So, in, in oh yeah, he's got a pop filter, so you know he means business. Yep. Yes. All right, give it to me, Star Jerk. You close your eyes and kiss your hand. He's got that sweep over hair. Yeah, I love this hair. When, what year is this hair? 2007. That that lines up. Yep. He released this before the album came out. <laughs> yeah, a week early. I do believe Craig uh, on Chorus had said that this was one of the albums that came out first. Or one of the songs that came out first. Alright, let's go to that bridge. I miss it. It's very, uh, it's very soothing and like calming. Yeah. Whoa, dude, Star Trek is good. Who is Star Trek? He only has three videos, one of which is a musical cover. 13 subscribers 
And he's got a link to his MySpace. I heart Joshy Poo. Oh, that's right. I remember seeing that. Uh, Josh Russell. You got a voice, Josh. And he's from L.A. Whoa. Probably saw him at a show. Probably. Singing along with all of us. Uh, So the one after that, I have three... 3X Caravans. Did you see her video? It was a little too intimate for me. Kind of like she was... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like she was staring into my eyes. My soul. It seems to be her MO. I think I went into her videos, and they all, like, have that same setup. Yeah, it's a little too intimate. I don't like watching vloggers, because I don't like being talked to. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. Now, let's hear how she sounds. Because this one has um, almost 6,500 views. You close your eyes and kiss your hand and you blow it But it isn't meant for me And I know this The choice was ours alone Then why'd we both choose and let it go? Does it end like this? Time never had a chance Right? Yeah. What is it about? There's something about like acoustic tones. And again, I don't know anything about it, but I remember when I went and bought my acoustic guitar, I like played so many guitars because I really wanted it to sound a specific way. And it's not the way that her sounds. Her sounds like it hasn't how I equate like nylon strings to sound, which I really just don't like the sound of is, but I don't know if she has nylon strings. So like, is there some other factor in play here that I'm not considering? They could be really old strings and they're just super dull. Okay. And they've lost their, sure. uh, you know, that tinny noise. That yeah, thing, I love the it does, tinny it, noise. I'm looking at them right now. It doesn't look like it's got the wide neck, so I think it's their steel string. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. Let's see how she does the bridge, though. she recorded this with better equipment this would actually be really good well let's see this covers from 2011 does she have like a newer one did she get like some new equipment did she get a pop filter let's see Uh, her newest one Uh, looks like it's from two years ago and it looks about the same aesthetic yeah yeah so no different equipment but it was i mean I, i liked it it was a little i think probably the slowness of it and the fact that she's staring right at me yeah you know rub me the wrong way yeah Oh, and here I have one in my notes. Let's see. I got a little too operatic. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. So I got another guy, uh, Philip Prentice. Did you come across his videos? Philip Prentice? That's a great yeah, name. Yeah, list? Right. Uh, let's see. Do I have him in here? I don't think so. Wow. How did I miss this guy? Let's hear it. All right, man. So here's Philip Prentice. Let's go, Phil. Hey, it's a little dizzy, color. i give it a crack. Here we go. I think he's from New Zealand. Feel it. Okay. What's he playing? Close 
up with both shoes, let him go. Doesn't end like this. I never had a chance to heal your heart. Maybe I found my uh, leading male in uh, Jimmy at World the Musical. Yeah, man. He's got that swooping <laughs> hair. I love it. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Uh, let's go to that bridge. Far away from the safety. Okay. So he was doing the acoustic version there anyway, because you can hear it say talk around, right? That's right. Okay, here comes These people know what's up. Yeah. Ah, oh, dude, open it up. Yeah, man. It was a little a little operatic for me. Yeah. Yeah, with the vibrato up there, like the forced vibrato, but but it was um that was a good one. Let's see. Also hasn't done a cover in a couple years. But he did a, a Jimmy World one was his last one. So maybe we'll see him again. Let's see. Do you have in your list? Let me go back to this. Oh, this there's is, a guy I do want to see. Hysteriatic eight seventeen. Do you have that? I don't remember no. these usernames. Yeah. You're right. Oh no, you do. Oh, okay, 26. Yes. So this is another guy I was watched. I watched a couple of his videos last night. Um, it only has a handful up. Let me go to his. Oh, yes. He's the guy that like he he was like, I just had to suck it up and do my cover because I kept yes. saying it wasn't good enough. Also, let's point out that this kid likes Reese's. So already I'm going to give him an upvote for that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and in another video, I, I think I mean, let me just double check. So he's got tattoos on his arms, right? Uh, yeah, it was in, I'm, I think it was in I'm Already Gone, but he's got a Bayside tattoo on. Whoa. I don't know Bayside that well, but I know that they're a thing. They are a thing. And it's a, I don't know. I really like their logo. It's got that, uh, I think it's a swallow. I like the or, reference. There's no way they're not referencing Say by the Bell, right? No, no. Cause they're from, uh, Bayside, Aww. New York. Yeah. It's a bummer. That area. I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm You know wrong. on their demo they have like some sound up from uh Say by the Bell episode <laughs> opening a song or in a bridge or something. And then these videos, that's how they warmed up. When I wake up in the morning and Yeah. Then <laughs> <laughs> they get all their tunes in. Okay. Friends so. forever. <laughs> Alright, let's hear hysteria. Okay, yeah, this is hyster- hysteriatic. Eight seventeen. Oh harmonics. So already his quality is better. 
than yeah. some of the other covers we've heard. His yeah. voice is a little wavery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I was going to say but, like a little Buddy Holly. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll we'll go to the the bridge part, but I also want to show you the end. Um, after we listen to this, let's see if yeah. we can find it. Oh yeah, he goes for the uh Yeah, and I think he's also playing the uh that like the dissonant chords that Jim would play live because it doesn't sound doesn't sound like the other covers that played that same note. So I see. here's going back to the hysteriatics performance. Oh yeah, you here. wanted to play the outro. Yeah, so the one thing I noticed um that this guy did that none of the other people did, which is difficult, is this um their octaves, but it's the it's that the dissonant chords, yeah, yeah. So he's playing that, but also check this out. Uh, this is not easy to play on an acoustic guitar, and, he, and this is a cutaway. But he's way up high on the neck playing this. Whoa! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> you know what that sounds like on the acoustic? It sounds like the old HBO intro music. Let's see, uh, vintage HBO intro. It, yeah, they they even did a documentary about how they did it. 1983, would that be right? Uh, that Let's sounds really it. early, Let's but see. yeah. Yeah, this is it. Oh man, I love this. Oh man, the horns? It's so good. There's a great documentary about how they made this. It's worth watching. Well, I don't know this part. <laughs> I don't know, but whatever it is, I'd be watching it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's what it sounded. That's what the that that little guitar part on the acoustic sounds like to me. Yeah, so it was uh, his stereotic. Very good. I liked him. Yeah, man. Um, um, do you have any more in your list? There was a couple other ones. There was one that wasn't actually people playing, but these harmonies are really good. So this was, did you get this one? It was Little Janie Cakes. Uh, that sounds familiar. Let me jump to the um, jump to the bridge, because it actually they have really good harmonies. Yes, I do have her, yeah. Oh, this is okay. the Jane Features Sync. Take it all back, take your first, your last, your only Oh, oh, take it all back, take it all back Everything you show me Oh, oh, this must be how it feels When the feeling goes Oh, I told you as I heard this Whoa. I never felt this way you said I have a shot that stops my clock. Maybe it's 
So I think she has a doubler on her, and then him harmonizing, it just thickens it up. Yeah, man, pretty good. This was the one that you said was not, <laughs> this was not a misspelling. Jane featuring Sink. Yes. Right? <laughs> or Sin K. Yeah, there are no typos in that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I think um, there's one other guy I had in my list, and he's another one uh, from Europe. This one here. was, oh, this one looks like Adam Duritz. It's Lev Tabs. Oh, so that was that was one of the guys I wanted to show because yeah, he looked like Adam Durst, but he also kind of looked like somebody else to me. Let me see if I could pull it uh, again. Oh, he looks like Ron Livingston from Office Space with dreads. You close your eyes, you kiss your heart. Sounds good. Something I could listen to in a pub. He's got music teacher energy for sure. Yeah, for sure. Right, let's, see if, <laughs> let's see the uh, the bridge here. Getting excited, man. Yeah, man. Man, you know, listening to all these covers, just the progression that Jim wrote into this. Yes. Just the chords, the chord progression with those lyrics, man. It's just so driving. Totally. You know? Yeah. So, Lev Tabs, I liked it. All right, who else uh, on your list is a must listen? So, uh, these kids kind of surprised me. It's these, uh, number 34, Ron Jr., Ran Jr. Uh-huh. Um, it's, I'm going to assume they're a brother and a sister, like, sitting in a closet. And it sounds actually really good. Well, this is Ran Jr. All right, let's give them a listen. You close your eyes and kiss your hand. choice was ours alone then why we'd both choose letting go does it end like this time never had a chance to heal your heart just a number always counting down to a new start if you always knew the truth then the world would spin around you do they harmonize I don't think so. I don't think he sings at all. But I thought they sounded really good for being like these two people in a closet. Yeah, it, you know what? I think it's maybe because they're in the closet that it's, it's oh totally that muffled. Yeah. There's not a lot of room noise in there. And then it's, for something completely different, 32, official Milo or Milo. Okay, let's do this. Dizzy. This is, looks like it's like they did it on like a radio show or something. Close your eyes and kiss your hand. Does it 
That's a big backdrop to be traveling with, though. Yeah, man. Jump to that bridge. Let's see. I think he was, like, kind of rocking out. That's right here. <laughs> Whoa. Dig those harmonies, man. Yeah. They're tight. Yeah, she kind of dances around the melody here a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. It gets a little show tuny. But so, yeah. that was really good. I find all the non-acoustic ones to be more interesting because everyone, literally everyone did yeah. an acoustic one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, I agree. But do, how do you feel about the ones that are sort of recorded and in quotes acoustically, but they're pieced together? Like if, if say we were to record something on our own and we put the four different pieces to where oh we're sure yeah yeah tracked. I mean, do you consider it an acoustic performance then? This I this is them live, right? Yeah, but, correct. You know, I'd have to go through and lay down four or five different tracks if I did one of the shaker and if I wanted to throw in. Some kind <laughs> yeah, of yeah, fun, yeah, totally. You know, yeah, I don't know. I guess it's just not that they're not good. It's that they're not interesting. Yeah. It's like, oh, of course you did that acoustic and it sounds th- the way that it does. It, it doesn't sound any different than what I thought it was going to when I looked at your right, your image, your thumbnail. So um, anyway, that's uh, that's what we got there. Uh, we lost all of our talk about the live performances, but there were some good ones. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? Let's let's wrap up the covers with um, Tom Dre. We got to give him some. Oh God! Right. Our, we we started with our boy Tom. Yeah, Tom's got to take us out. All Let's right, hear that right, bridge Tom. from Tom. Okay, let's see. It's fine. Let me see. I'm gonna find the bridge. It's gonna be right around. Nailed it. Take it all back, take it all back, everything you showed me. Oh, oh, this must be how it feels when the feeling goes. Oh, changing the chords, man. I told you as I have it, See, I never taking liberties, man. Half the shot, the stars were clock. Maybe it's okay. Said you never had regrets. Jesus, is there someone yet? You got their wish. Did you get yours, babe? All I gotta say, man, is T G I F. T G I F. Hell yeah! <laughs> I might <not> subscribe. <laughs> you know, it's a bummer he hasn't put anything up in the last few years. But uh, I gave him his first I like, up vote. I like Tom Dre. I like Tom him. Dre. That He's sounded really good. He's so, good Dave, what? are your overall thoughts of this song uh the song rips i don't wesley what do you think of the song dizzy by jimmy world good nice there we go that there you have it i don't even know if i need to say anything (laughs) i couldn't say it better (laughs) okay anyway 
how about you, Justin? What are your final thoughts on Dizzy uh, by so Jimmy it, World? It fulfills its obligation as a as a you know final track on the on the album. Um, hearing these covers, you start to you start to get a feel for you know where the the really powerful parts of the song are. You know because they get they get kind of lost in a full band sometimes, but. You know, this is a this is a jam that I really enjoy, and I like the whole album. But Dizzy is one of my top tracks off this album. So there you yeah. go, man. It's, it's I think uh, I think I think up. I forget about it a lot, but yeah. yeah, it it's it's undeniably great. Yeah. So consensus, yeah. man. This is a good jam. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Wes is now mic checking another mic. I think that's my cue. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> and then right. now we got our uh, our salute, Dad, right? Oh my gosh. Okay, hold on, Wes. I got to do one very important thing. It's so important, okay? Well, after all of that and loving the song Dizzy by Jimmy World, I think I can only say one thing, and that is to be excellent to each other. And party on, dudes!